This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hello, bitches. Welcome to Resting Bitch Face. It's Julie here with my beautiful co-host, Justine, from the Shore Store Pod. Welcome. Yay, we just recorded an episode of the Shore Store, and so that's going to be out soon. Are you putting that out this week or next week? So my new release date is Tuesdays, Tuesday. Um, Look at you. You're so fancy with your uh Having my like release dates, but it'll be on my Patreon like tomorrow. I'll probably put it all together and put that on my Patreon. So yeah. Awesome. So we just recapped a really fun episode of Floribama Shore where uh, Gator 69 comes to visit Candace. That's forever what I'm going to call him. The toxic ass men episode. Gus is toxic as hell. Jeremiah's half toxic. Logan's awful. Everybody's awful. Yeah. It's like a scale of like, Logan's obviously the worst. Then Gator, then Gus, then Jeremiah. (laughs) They're all pretty bad. So that was a fun episode to talk about. So make sure you check that out. And then today we're just going to talk about some random stuff. Um... 90 Day Fiance was a little bit weird this week. I'm sure everyone has heard that there were some editing issues last week. People that watched on Discovery Plus got kind of a different episode than the people that watched on really the regular. Yeah, so that's basically what happened is they had some kind of an issue where it was like an editing problem. And I always watch on Discovery Plus because I hate commercials and it's available early. And last week I saw all the stuff from Jasmine and Gino and um I think that I think it was mostly just Jasmine and Gino and Memphis and Hamza yeah I watch on Discovery Plus as well um Memphis and Hamza was the same they weren't on last week's but it was the same as two weeks ago their scenes yeah that's what I meant yeah two weeks ago so it was like the same stuff so we got to see Jasmine rip Gino's hat off again which was just as satisfying as the last time Mm -hmm. and um you know, Memphis continued to talk like a cavewoman. Me want this. Me want that. Did I send you the meme that's like, me want no. 90 day? It was like the week, oh the weekend gosh. when the Super Bowl happened. Oh, <laughs> I know. And the Super Bowl, uh, the halftime show was heavenly. It was amazing. Okay. I was I have work. I have a problem with it. What? First of all, I was really looking forward to hologram Tupac but Uh, it was too light outside if it was more if they had it not in LA where there's the time difference if they had it like in Miami or something they probably could have pulled it off and I think that Mary J Blige that would have been fucking amazing I don't think Mary J Blige shouldn't have done should have done that second song I mean I know it's like her second biggest hit but it it was kind of a buzzkill brought it down for me I don't like that though I would have rather heard Eminem do two songs. And I don't like that the song that he did was Lose Yourself. I feel like yeah. him and Dre should have done Forgot About Dre together. There were so many opportunities for like... And I screamed at the beginning song when they edited in Ain't Nothing But a G Thing in the middle because I thought that they were going to do that song. And I was like literally screamed at the top of my lungs and it was just like a two second musical thing I get that they only have a certain amount of time and there were so many of them up there but besides that it was it was amazing I think they could have utilized the the 
their time differently in some places. I don't think I needed to have Mary J. Blige there, but I understand them wanting to throw a woman in the mix. Yeah. Um, so that makes sense. But uh, overall, I loved it. It would have been incredible to see Tupac. Because uh, I still think about that um, that hologram from Coachella years ago. Oh, I, I, still I think watched, about that, all I watched the time. that after the halftime show. I was like, I have to just rewatch this so good (laughs) yeah it's amazing it's so good so other than that I really loved it and um I was at work and we were so dead even though we're like a sports bar I think we just kind of probably could have promoted it a little bit more unless the thing with the Super Bowl and like obviously you know my work's a little different but Mm -hmm. I feel like with the Super Bowl it's one of those things that people tend to do the same thing every year like whether you know someone who's a big football fan and they host a party or like you know there's certain bars that go above and beyond to to do like uh prizes and do the squares and all that stuff and like so unless you're doing something like that it's we did squares and I'm kind of heartbroken because I wish I would have understood how the squares worked because Mm -hmm. we had two thousand dollars worth of squares like each square was five hundred dollars and I know how much was it to to buy a square 20 bucks okay that's good so I'm like, if I had understood how the squares worked, I would have just guessed some random numbers. Well, that's all it is. is ge- but that's it. all that is, is guessing. You can't, you can't but determine I anything. It. I, I thought you had to know something no, about something. No, it's random. Ugh. I won $250 on a square once at a Super Bowl party. I only bought one for nice. 20 and I won 250 So, two. There was one person on our squares that uh, won two different squares so they won a thousand dollars for you know their 40 bucks or I think they probably threw like a hundred in or something but a thousand dollars it's amazing it's so much money makes me want to learn about sports I don't know um but so that was awesome but it all also kind of sucked because we didn't get 90 day fiance and then when we did get 90 day fiance half of it was a repeat of the last episode that we saw so I mean, Basically, I was fine with no uh, 90 Day or Sister Wives because I still got Euphoria. So I watched the Super yes. Bowl. And then the second the Super Bowl was done. Um, and I, you got the Super Bowl and you're I put on Euphoria. Girl. Yeah, I, I mean, come on. My team uh, unfortunately lost. the One of the worst playoff losses in history happened to my team, unfortunately. Oh, so no. I went into the Super Bowl being like, Honestly, I was just happy that Tom Brady wasn't in another Super Bowl because, as we discussed last episode, I do not like Tom Brady. Um, yeah. But it was fine. It was a boring game. I, the, A lot of the Super Bowl games are so fucking boring, and you think that they would be intense. Some of them have been intense, but especially when you don't care, you don't have no emotional investment in it, you know? Yeah, either way. I, I was more yeah. watching it just to, like, see the celebrities in the crowd in the halftime show you know right yeah I thought the halftime show was awesome I really enjoyed that Jody um, was texting me about Joe Burrow being like there's no way this guy gets laid and I, uh, he's the quarterback of Cincinnati and oh. I was like of course he gets laid he's a fucking quarterback who makes millions of dollars and like that type of guy is in right now like this because he's like skinny kind of you know he's he dresses kind of weird name? I'm gonna look him Joe up. Burrow um, Joe Burrow. He was number one draft pick last year. Um, he was the quarterback for LSU, won a championship with them. I 
watched him in college. Oh, he totally, he totally gets laid. Yeah. He's not a bad looking guy. No, tons of girls like him. Jody like thinks he's so disgusting. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like, yeah, of course. You could look like fucking I'm trying to think, like Macaulay Culkin in his meth days and get laid on a football team. Right? Uh, people people <laughs> compare him to forget Macaulay Culkin. Oh, Joe really? Burrow. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe that's where I got that from. But yeah, I, no, he's not a bad looking guy, especially with the little facial hair. He's fine. And also to me, it was boring that the Rams won the Super Bowl because they have such a shitty fan base. They have one of the worst fan bases in the NFL. So their Super Why? Bowl parade, there was barely anybody on the streets. Like, oh, and, wow. and the NFL is the biggest sports franchise. So their fans expand you know far and wide like when the raptors the toronto raptors won the nba championship i went and there was four million people on the streets of toronto when the rams won the friggin' super bowl the streets were empty like it's pathetic and that's crazy uh, yeah no so i have cousin who's like been a diehard lifelong rams fan so i know that was really cool for him. that's exciting yeah like if the bills won the super bowl no one would be hearing from me for like a month (laughs) i would go on a bender i wish i loved anything as much as you love sports it's i'm not like the biggest it's probably just different if you go to the games that's the thing like being there in person is totally different from trying to watch something on tv it's the atmosphere yes the adrenaline the excitement yes if you're i would say that if you're like i have no idea why anyone likes football i would definitely take you to a game and be like you need to experience how fucking passionate these people are i would probably love it yeah, it's yeah. Go, going to like a Buffalo Bills game is such a different it's such a unique experience because it's like the coldest weather you will ever fucking feel in your life. But you don't give a fuck <laughs> because you're just having so much fun. And then like I love it by the time you leave and you get in your car to go home, you're like, holy fuck, I was freezing that whole time. But you're yeah. just your adrenaline's going. It's uh, yeah, you can't All describe right, you it. You should do it. I'll I'll come out there and we'll go. It'll well, um, I mean, they're in completely different like divisions but if the next time the bills play denver which unfortunately they're not playing them next season but if they play them in denver i will 100 percent come and we oh yeah can go. that'd be fun that'd be super fun okay so we'll make plans for we have so many plans that we've made that we haven't made moves on any of them so. i know i'm like trying to get you to come to vegas to see Vinny with me i'm like dead fucking set on going to that i even like asked would, my mom i'm like mom like will you come with me if no one else comes my mom's like it's I don't just too soon for me because i think we have to i think ryan's family's coming out to the mountains like um his sister's husband has the use of some cabin in the mountains out here through his job mm-hmm. and so they're going to rent the cabin for like a week and almost the whole family's coming out so we're going to do that and then we were thinking about we really would like to go to southern california to disneyland and whatever mm-hmm. um and so we have all these plans of like different places we want to go this year and i'm like vegas that's just too early for vegas so i don't think i'll be able to do that but i will be very excited for you if you do I know. You should get some kind of VIP tickets or something. No, they they have a meet and greet. 
I don't know yeah. if I don't know if Vinny's included in the meet and greet or not. I would call it's only thirty dollars more than the ticket, and the ticket is eighty, so it's not expensive. I wonder if there's like a special Vinny meet and greet that's like a hundred dollars more, which something. I would obviously pay for. Obviously, I would like get him to hold up a sign that says like "Listen to the Shore Store" with him like shirtless or something. That would be amazing right amazing yeah my dream is to go and they just so happen to be filming jersey shore family vacation (laughs) that would be amazing i love it i can only dream that would be so cool yeah um well let's talk about 90 day fiance about like the bullet points of it i think so let's see Let's think about it. So Gino and Jasmine, we got to see G- uh, Jasmine rip off Gino's hat. Mm-hmm. She ends up forgiving him, which he does not be- not deserve because he just like gives her some half-assed apology about sending her nudes to this other girl. Right. So and I'm, she forgives him. I'm very curious to see if they are still together or if something else I is going to go are. down with them. Okay, because she started an OnlyFans, which, right. girl, get it. I... I 100% would, too, if I was in her position. However, I'm wondering if she's still with Gino and he, like, convinced her to do that because he's he's obviously into sex workers. I don't think so. I, I think that he... Um... Because she seemed to be against it when she was, like, calling the porn star a whore, Gino's ex-girlfriend. Yeah. She's, yeah. So it's kind of hypocritical. Oh, it's very hypocritical. And I like and I don't know if that other woman was a porn star. I'm thinking maybe she's an escort with an OnlyFans or she's on Sugar Daddy sites. And that's how he met her. That's what my guess is. But I think that Gino looks down on sex workers like he likes to be with sex workers, but he thinks they're lesser than because he was kind of rubbing it in her face. Like, look how hot my amazing girlfriend is and. Like, I don't have to pay her and stuff like that. So, but I if think they met on a on sugar it. daddy website, he went into it with the intention that he was going to pay somebody for their attention. Mm-hmm. What do you mean, um, Jasmine? Is yeah, you know, meeting? yeah, because apparently they, they met on, uh, did like they clarify seek, that on seeking... the show that that's how they met. They didn't clarify on the show, but okay. I think that that's what Gino had told the ex-girlfriend if I'm not mistaken I'm sure that that where else would they they have met yeah um Colombian Cupid or whatever the hell she's from I don't know but yeah I'm sure that's how they met but I don't think that they're admitting to that on TV so whatever she forgives him it's all stupid she has like zero self-esteem I don't understand she's so beautiful she could be with the sugar daddy of all sugar daddies like she said she could be. Mm-hmm. And yet she's choosing this loser and she's saying like there's nothing special about your dick. I'm not going to send your dick pics out. Like she calls him a depressing Michigan man or whatever. So what she really thinks about him comes out when she's angry. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why she wants to be with him. And then maybe just being on the show is the opportunity to get her face on TV so that hot sugar daddies or rich sugar daddies can contact her that's what i'm thinking i mean this girl's fucking awful too like gino's yeah. awful but she's awful as well They're so both awful you know she's got issues i'm oh they both i'm do, not yeah. on either of their sides you know what i mean like it's, it's no one it's at the point where 
I hate both of them. I just like watching it, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Team no one on that one. Yeah. Um, and then so Memphis and Hamza, Memphis goes to tell Hamza about how she stayed the night at her ex-husband's house. Who fucking cares? I really think that this is a storyline that the producers were like, do you have any secrets from Hamza that you haven't told him? Like, what's something that would upset Hamza that you haven't told him? And they're trying to make that her like, I have a secret storyline. Although it's no big deal. It doesn't even matter. Do you think that Hamza thinks that she meant that she had sex with him and that's why he was so upset? Like it's a language barrier thing. Well, even if I believe she said nothing happened, I just stayed the night there. Mm -hmm. I think that probably culturally being more conservative culturally, it is a big problem that they were even staying in the same home. Yes. Okay. And he doesn't know if they had sex or not. He doesn't. And again, it makes no sense to bring this up. It doesn't make any difference. It's over. It Whether it happened, whether you did have sex or not, I just don't see the point in bringing it up other than the producers needing drama and mm-hmm. like pulling this out of you. Yeah. That's it. It makes no sense. So she's going to tell him that. And then he's like, well, I actually think that we rushed this whole marriage thing. And she flips out. She's like, you don't want to marry me on this trip, blah, blah, blah. What is her obsession with getting married right now on this trip to someone who has not even met her children? I have. Why no- would you want to marry someone that hasn't even met your children? I have no idea why she wants to marry this guy. And you've heard the rumors, correct? Or I don't know if yes. I've said it on here before that she is allegedly pregnant right now with his child. And Yep. How, and they're in the how US, long until we find out what's going on current day officially? I bet they're on, I bet they're going to be on 90 Day Fiance. Okay, and how long until that will air? Will that air like right after this is done or how does that work? Because I'm, I'm new to um, this, remember? Oh yeah, I keep forgetting you haven't been watching for years. Um, new 90 Day Fiance. I heard something about it recently. I'm assuming that maybe right after this, it's going to start back up uh when is there a new 90 day fiance i'm not sure yet um i'm assuming i don't think they've released it yet but i'm assuming that probably right after this episode they're going to be moving on to the next season it can't be happily ever after because they haven't had a 90 day fiance episode to pull to pull couples from so I'm assuming that 90 Day Fiance is next. Okay. And I think they'll be on it. Yeah, I just think that she has such low self-esteem. For some reason, she thinks that she holds uh, marriage very high in her values for some reason. Mm-hmm. And um, I have no idea. It's it's so insane with these people because it's like you already have everything going for yourself. You You support yourself and your kids just fine. You're an independent woman. You have a great career, you're beautiful, you're smart, you're funny, you're nice. There's something off about her and I don't know what it is. Like I don't know if it's the way that she like looks or if it's the whole the way that she talks to him or like I was rooting for her at the beginning, but the more I see her there's just something so off about her. I think it's just the desperation. I think it's the desperation and the lack of self-esteem. That seems to take her from, you know, a, an eight 
down to a five or four. Oh, it's so fucking sad. It is sad. And that's why I don't know. I guess that's why she thought she needed to go to another country. I don't understand. And does she have um, multiple baby daddies? I think so. I think um, she has two kids, right? Yes. I know that she has uh, more than one kid, but I'm not sure how many baby daddies she has. Because, I mean, Mm. if she's adding, say she's adding like a third one into the mix, is this like a Janelle from Teen Mom situation where it's like, I'm thinking that if I have your baby, like, you'll stick around and love me forever. Maybe. I don't know. I guess I was thinking maybe that she had one baby daddy. And it's her ex-husband. But there might be another one in there. I'm not sure. So maybe that is her... Like, maybe she's thinking, if you make the commitment of marriage to me, you're going to stick around. But Mm -hmm. she's divorced. So I don't... I don't know. But so... If anything, it should be him, like, like, begging her to get married so that he could come to the U.S. It shouldn't be the other way around. Well, and at the beginning of the season, when he was in the car with his friend who's like his personal chauffeur, his friend was saying like, I really hope you can get out of here and you can get to the U.S. because it's such a hard life out here. And so that seemed to be the the end goal. And it doesn't seem that way anymore. He does not seem desperate to get to the U.S. He seems, I don't know, it's so hard to read with like the the language barrier and all that stuff. Right. I know that they translate as best as they can like for the subtitles and stuff but between just like the two of them the language barrier makes it so hard to read him I think that he's perfectly content I don't know what I think of him it's so hard well how can you possibly have a successful relationship with someone that you can't communicate with you it, think it blows that, my mind. Yeah. You think that they would, one of them would trying to be, you think that he would be trying to learn better English. And honestly, I think that his English could be a lot better if she just spoke to him. Normally? Like a person. Yeah. It's like, Instead it's like people like who talk monster, to kids, like, like saying. talk to little kids like they're kids for too long, if that makes sense. And then the kid will talk yeah. in a baby voice when they're too old to. And it's like, just speak to them like right. a normal person, you know? Or people, yeah, there, I knew people when I lived in the South that would use the incorrect version of like her and him and stuff. Like they'd say, him's hungry. Him's hungry. Her's hungry instead of she is or he is. And then the kid's like five years old and they're still saying like her's hungry. Ugh. I know. So it's kind of like that. And and she is. She's using like caveman speak with him. Me go poopy. How do me you this, want me that. how do you want that for the rest of your life? Having to oh like talk God, to somebody like that. How do you oh, want to fuck somebody that you're talking to like that? <laughs> well, I guess they don't need to talk when they're fucking, but who knows? So that was pretty much it is like he said that I think that we've rushed this and she gets all upset about it. And that was pretty much it with them. Right. It didn't go any further than that. Yeah, that's the scenes that I got. The last thing I got of them, like I got the scene of him shopping for his suit that he's going to wear to the wedding with his mom and then her on the rooftop with him saying like, yep, 
in the translator whatever she said you don't want to marry me this trip and then he like pulls a as in and runs down the stairs as fast as he can (laughs) he's getting the hell out of there that's funny so that was pretty much it for them and then we have let's see we've got oh usman and kimberly Kimbali. They finally had sex and he finally, finally had sex. And he finally made it official with them, which I was shocked. I now pronounce you boyfriend and girlfriend. Yay. Ugh. What a prize that you had to beg for. And she's acting like she just won the Super Bowl or got a gold medal at the Olympics. I won. I won. I got it. And she's saying things like, I got my way. And I knew I would. That Can you imagine if a man said these things about having sex with a woman after begging her and threatening to end the relationship? And Ew. How do you think she is in bed? Do you think she was like so screaming at the top of her lungs like, Usman? <laughs> I mean, if she's saying anything, it's absolutely Soja Boy. She is not calling him Usman. She is a fangirl. Do you think she do you think she was like, okay, I'm not going to go there. Never mind. Let's keep it going. (laughs) I don't want to even think about them having sex. They absolutely had the lights off with the blackout drapes drawn. That definitely. (sighs) Do you think she wore her Kmart nightie? No. (laughs) I wish there was video of this so people could see your facial expressions. (sighs) What do you think she smells like? I mean, I think she's fine. And I I think she smells like that Walmart cherry blossom lotion that they showed in the one episode. Oh, yeah. Like a Walmart brand. Oh, yeah. Or like a Calgon Hawaiian ginger. Something like that, you know? (laughs) Yes. She just is so proud of herself that she has broken this man down. She has threatened him. She has begged him. He has no more will to say no. And he waited until the last minute. He did not want to have to have sex with her this whole trip. That He knew, this is the thing, he knew he was going to have to have sex with her. That he was not going to have sex with her the first night. Because then he'd have to have sex with her every night. So I'm assuming there might be like one or two nights left of this trip. And that's why he finally did it. That's what I was thinking too. Do you think that he popped like a Viagra or something? And he's like fuck I'll just like get this over with maybe yeah maybe super drunk or super high it's yeah he really had to make this happen he knew he knew he had to make it happen and he did and she feels like she has won and they're they talk to her son beforehand like why so cringy your son doesn't give a shit yeah the the son's pissed does she is she delusional enough to think that Usman's going to come to the U.S. and Soja Boy is going to be the stepfather to her son that's like the same age? Okay, is she delusional old, enough to think this? How old do you think her son is? Because he looked like he could like be eighteen, but then he also looked like he could be thirty. I think he's like twenty-five or twenty-three or something. I'd say early to mid twenties. Okay, almost the same age as. As Soja Boy. But, like, the the beard is what was throwing me off because he had a lot of facial hair, but there's some, like, really young guys who can grow, like, a good beard, and it makes them look older, obviously. 
or he yeah. actually could be like older. I wish that they said his age because I don't know. I wonder if he's going to be on the find... 13 or 30 subreddit. I feel like they have mentioned it before. I'll try to look it up. But oh, he's 25 years old. Jamal. Okay. So he's like the same age as Soja Boy. Yeah. Yeah, it's so crazy. What is she thinking? Oh, my son needs to prove like you're going to be some like big happy family when you get back to the US. They could be brothers. It's fucking weird. Yeah. She's a weirdo. Um, I, I'm excited Caleb to watch Alina this on. play out, though. I think they definitely have just pulled Caleb and Alina completely. Yeah. Which kind of sucks for Caleb because he didn't. I mean, technically, I know we know some inside information that Caleb is a horrible person. Yeah. But on the show, he didn't do anything wrong. And nothing was found in his Instagram that was highly offensive, like with Alina. So it kind of sucks for him that he's losing screen time and he can't go to the tell-all because of Alina's stupid ass Okay, so that's what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask about the tell-all because it would make sense if they had him there and then they could put him on that show, The Single Life or whatever, right? Like, he'll probably do that. Can you imagine watching him on this? I've never watched watched The Single Life, but I know it exists and... Why wouldn't they put him on there? Yeah. And he might be interesting. I don't know. Um, so, okay. So what I would watch him on a date with like an American chick or something. He's just so douchey. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, so this is from ScreenRant.com. They're talking about like what happens with Caleb after Alina got fired. Let's see. She will not appear in Tell All or any other future episodes and seasons. In hindsight, some viewers are sorry for mocking, mocking Caleb's protein powder tar- tarot cards and shirtless astral projection scenes. But, like, what's going to happen to him? Okay, this is way too long of an article. Why are fucking articles about dumb shit so long? I think they have, like, a, wor- a minimum word that, uh, like, word limit that they need to hit. <clears throat> so, um, let's see here. He won't feature in the tell-all either. That's not fair. They should have Caleb on the tell-all. And they could even talk to him about Alina's bullshit. I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed if someone did something and I was affected by it as if I had something to do with it. That sucks. Yeah, I agree with that. They should have him on the tell-all. But I I still think they might bring him back for single life. His his Instagram handle is like Caleb90day. So he's... Yeah, still trying to make a. He's still trying to be associated with the show, obviously. Well, and he wasn't canceled, so hopefully, I don't know, something will happen for him. But oh, okay, this is probably my favorite part of the episode. This Mike and Jimena stuff. Okay, the first thing. Oh my god, Mike's grandpa is my favorite person on this show officially. I know, <laughs> so cute. when he's like, I actually got a lot of girls back in my day, and uh, you know, I wasn't paying them. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so here is when the ick sets in. So Jimena, well, she has, has had the ick from the beginning with Mike. But she convinced herself while he was there, while he was romancing the family and being like a father figure and being sweet to her and taking them on trips and all of that. She convinced herself that she loved him and could get over the ick factor. 
And do I think that Jimena is intentionally trying to mislead him? No. But I think that she's done something that a lot of us women have done. And what that is, is after you go through your bad boy stage and you see how toxic those relationships can be, you sometimes will find a guy who's the opposite of your, quote, type. Mm -hmm. And you will try to convince yourself that this is the guy that you should be with. I did it with my ex-husband. I had zero physical attraction to my ex-husband the first time that my friend showed pictures of him to me. And I was like, no way, like not my type at all, complete opposite. But I had been through such shitty relationships before that I looked at this guy and I told myself, don't judge him on appearance alone. Okay, have you seen the show Love on Netflix? It's a Judd Apatow show. No. Okay, well, it's kind of the same idea. It's a fucking amazing show and uh, I'm doing my third rewatch of it currently but that's kind of the premise of it so the Mm -hmm. main character Mickey she's dated all of these guys who were like cokeheads and just like douchebags whatever and then she meets this guy Gus who's like this nerdy skinny like just a weird guy completely different than any guy she's ever gone for before and she thinks that he's just gonna be like so nice and so do everything she wants and whatever Uh and then he's not like that and he's like I'm not gonna just let be your like walkover guy and she's like well you lied about being nice and like whatever and Mm -hmm. I don't know it just reminded me of that and it's a really good show and you should watch it but yeah okay I am gonna watch that so you you convince yourself that this is the safe choice and that this is the guy that you should be with because everything you've tried before when you went by attraction alone was a fucking disaster. Mm-hmm. So I think that that is exactly what happened with Jimena. I think she tried to convince herself that Mike is the kind of guy she should be with. He's kind. He's calm. He loves her kids. He's doting on her. She convinced herself that. And when they were together, she made it work. And then when he went back to New York and she had time to think about it, that's when she started going, okay, no, no, no. And she also mentions in her interview that he's very clingy. He's very needy. And she seems to be pretty, like, likes to do her own thing. So I could see how you see all these things, but I'm thinking about the aspect of him funding her whole entire life. Yeah. Like she, so do you think she's strictly just a hustler? Okay, so I'm thinking that she maybe met him. He was giving her all this money. Like, we saw the you know the brand new fridge and the kitchen set he got her and she even said that she lives off what he gives her alone so I think that she met him he was paying for her and she was like this guy is genuinely a nice guy I'm gonna see if I could physically get into it and then she probably convinced herself that she liked him more than she did and then when they were actually together in person she didn't feel any chemistry or anything like that with him and then yep uh, and then she's like, never mind, like, it's not worth it. And then now she's trying to get the boob job out of him. So I think she's like, fuck it. I'm wondering if I can get like one last big thing out of him before I tell mm-hmm. him to fuck off. And here, as soon as I heard about the boob job thing, and he's talking to his grandpa about it and saying that he didn't do it. I 1000% believe that Mike doesn't have the money for the boob job. I truly believe that if he could afford the boob job, 
he would have given her but the money he bought it. her uh, a fridge uh, i guess that's like one eighth what does that what... cost in colombia though right i guess that's like one eighth of what the boob job yeah but t- boob jobs are cheap in colombia too compared to what they are here i mean i i would i, I think i think amount... he could have paid for it he lives at home with his so. dad and his grandpa that's why he has money because he lives he doesn't have to pay rent but doesn't he like? Isn't he a part-time firefighter? I don't know how much money he could be making. Well, if he's a volunteer firefighter, I don't know, and I can't remember what they but said. If but if he's, but even if he's making like bare minimum, as I said, like if he's not paying board anywhere, then he's got that money to spend. You know, I don't know. I don't think he has it. I mean, I'm not saying it's a lot. It, I'm not saying he has or... a lot of money. I'm just saying he has enough. Like some. I don't think he has it, especially since he just went to Colombia and spent all that time there and spent and took the family on vacation and all that shit adds up a lot. The flights, the resort. I mean, this, whether he that. whether he had the money or not, I'm happy that he didn't do it. Oh, That's yeah. All I got to say I, yeah. I was I was she happy gets to hear about that. it. She's bitchy about and it. And she also she wants- just didn't want the boobs because she said later in the episode she wanted a uh, the whole body she wanted she the wants, tummy tuck the bbl she the thinks tits. she's gonna be a model Ugh, like uh, i'm sorry honey you're not gonna be like talk about delusion on yeah reality tv like, like you're okay but you're not gonna be a model did she mean okay i saw someone wrote this on reddit someone wrote like did she mean only fans that's probably what she wants to do because I could see her starting an OnlyFans account after she gets her body done. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, of course. Well, there's a lid for every pot. There's people into everything. Yeah. On OnlyFans. Oh, so I was going to tell you also, this this chick, um, I'm in on these like reselling groups on Facebook since I resell a lot of items. And someone said that they posted their Victoria's Secret bras on Facebook Marketplace. And they had this guy contact and asked if she could sell her used panties to him and he's paying like $50 a pair and I was like that is so fucking smart if you just post bras then you know guys are gonna come out of the woodwork and be like oh well what about this what about that yeah I kind of I'm kind of interested well there's like websites for selling panties I know but if you do it their Facebook marketplace then you don't have to pay that percentage I think I would have to start create a new account like a fake account that's the thing like I actually would love to do the panty thing and I actually created an account and like tried to get into it for for a bit but I didn't like research it enough before I did it so I never actually made a transaction but um but for me personally I would rather it be a private transaction uh than Facebook marketplace um have you heard of the show Younger Yes. With Hillary Duff. And um, yeah. Yeah. So there's a scene where she sells her used panties to someone online and she meets <laughs> him at like a coffee shop and she's like, are you, oh, no. are you da 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 da? And he's like, yeah. And it's like this old creep and she like hands, hands the guy her panties in like a plastic like a bag. And I'm bag. like, no middle aged woman no who's, who lives in Brooklyn is dumb enough to do that. I think that what I would have to do is create an entire, like a fake Facebook profile, which I already have. I could just use one that I've had for like five years. Um, And that way it doesn't have any of my personal information on it. 
I'd have to create like a whole new PayPal account. I'd have to probably get um, like a, um, what do they call it? The mailbox, the mailbox. Oh, like oh, a PO, PO box. box. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd have to completely create something like that where it is completely private and no one can find out who you are in order to do that. But I don't know. There's so many ways to make money these days. I think that you're right. I think that Jimena is thinking about OnlyFans or maybe stripping or something. She should. Sure. She should yeah, do OnlyFans. Like, Why not? Absolutely. Yeah. Hell yeah. You got to cash in while you can. I'm sure there's plenty of guys that wives are watching this show and they're like, they'd be willing to pay for her OnlyFans. I've said this before. She reminds me so much of Brianna from Teen Mom 2. Brianna De Jesus. Oh, yeah. um, I can see that. The, and um I unfortunately I've been watching the uh Teen Mom family reunion show and Is it horrible? Oh, it's horrible. I actually <laughs> like the girls night in better when they sit and watch the show. Okay. That's actually you No, know, I would probably watch that. That's actually hysterical and I would recommend that over the reunion because you have Amber and cousin fucking Crystal sitting there watching Jade's mom steal her pills for her surgery and freaking oh Amber and cousin Crystal are like, oh, I would have done the same thing. And they're like cracking jokes about like being high and stuff. It's incredible. You have Cheyenne's dad saying that like Brianna's disgusting and she looks horrible and her body looks horrible. Cheyenne's mom comes on there, rips everyone apart. She's like, look at Kale's ass. How does she think that looks good? Macy is completely fucking wasted. Can like... They did Macy so dirty with this editing. Like, they'll zoom in on her face and she'll be like, I don't understand, Taylor. What's going on? And Taylor, like, rolls his eyes at her. Like, it's so good. It's so good. Okay, I'm going to watch that because there are shows on TLC, like um, Darcy and Stacey. I will not fucking watch that show. It looks horrible. But will I watch Pillow Talk where people watch it Mm -hmm. and talk about it? Yes. Yes, I will. Same thing with like Single Life. I have no interest in watching that show, but I'll watch people talk about it. So I'm going to check that out because that sounds horrible and wonderful at the same time. Oh, it's on the the reunion show is like, it's so fucking stupid. But anyways, my point being was that there was a scene uh, this past episode where Brianna was sitting by the pool and it reminded me exactly of Jimena and the way that she sat. And I'm like, they both have the tattooed arms. Mm -hmm. They are both like, you know, have similar like skin tones and stuff the mole on the face the haircut the same facial structure they are they look different but the same at the same time you know well and you know Jimena is a hustler because this is a woman who doesn't work who has tons of tattoos all over tattoos are fucking expensive Mm -hmm. she's got her rent paid for she's got a couch paid for she's got a fully furnished and appliance department like she has everything she needs and she doesn't have to do anything for it. Yes. So Okay, and you know, she and Mike, was out till nine in the morning. Right. Is, so Mike comes to visit her. Okay, do you and, do you think that this is insane or do you because th- at first when I was watching this, I was like, nine, I can kind of see if the club closes at like three or four. I can see going to like get drunk morning breakfast. I've done that a million right. times six seven but then I'm thinking about that and I'm like six seven eight nine that's nine is late 
So I'm wondering yeah, if she went to late. like an after hours, if she was doing drugs, if uh, if she was escorting. What do you or think? like what time he got? What time they they left? I guess is the question. Because when I lived in Vegas, we w- I wouldn't even leave the house till like eleven. Yeah. So I'm getting places at midnight. And then I'd be out until like five or six and then we'd go have tacos or whatever. There's get home at like six or seven. There's a club that unfortunately is no longer since the pandemic, but it was called Government in Toronto and they would have like the biggest DJs in the world come and, um, you know, they would do like regular concerts and stuff like that there too. But um, the only like um edm show i saw there was tiesto and we got there at like i don't know let's say 11 like the opening dj was on tiesto came on at like midnight we left at like four in the morning we were like okay four hours like we're done whatever and left and apparently tiesto uh spun his set until like 7 a.m and then there's like and then there's like after parties you know, because everyone's all fucking high. So then they go to like that after hours and stuff like that. So I'm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of wondering if th- this is like that type of situation. I just think she didn't want to be with Mike. I think because she told him not to come. She said, I borrowed money from a loan shark to get my boobs done. I told Mike not to come. He came out anyways. So now I can't even get my boobs done because he's here. She's annoyed about that. And then he cut. Okay, he but invites himself wh- to why, go out with why her. can't she still get them done? Because if I were her, I would be like, okay, if you want to come here, you have to be my nurse for the next however long. You have to take me to my yeah. appointment. Like, I don't understand why he couldn't do that. Did she I don't just know, maybe not want him he to? Didn't, or like, maybe she didn't tell him that she borrowed money from a loan shark. Because maybe she got because, actually got money from another guy. Exactly. I do not think that she got money from a loan shark. I think she's lying. I think some other dude is paying for this boob job. Yeah. And she can't explain to Mike how she got the money when he didn't give it to her. So he's just like put a wrench in her plans. Yeah. I mean. Now he showed up. That makes sense. And then she has to entertain him. And then he invites himself to go to the club. She didn't even invite him. She just said, I'm going out. And then he goes out for a couple hours. He's tired because he's traveled and he has to work in the morning to pay her bills. And I think she just didn't want to come home yet. I think she was out getting drunk, having fun with her friends, and she did not want to go home and sleep with Mike. She's so grossed out by him. Yeah, I agree with that. And, okay, the biggest thing of this whole scenario, why the fuck was she drinking a milk, like a glass of milk when she was hungover? I don't know. Some people have said that's like a a hangover cure. I've never heard of it, though. I'm sorry. I've had probably more hangovers than any fucking person who would listen to this (laughs) but like and I'm sorry milk is the last thing you want it's heavy on your stomach yeah it tastes funny Uh, no water or Gatorade I always went with like a greasy taco or you know carne asada fries something like that whatever's open dude the cravings that I've had when I've been hungover are unlike any other milk is not one of them i'm sorry yeah that's true i never even ice cream maybe milk. but not milk right yep nope that's never even considered up. it um i think the oh there's god dang there's still two more cus more couples ella and johnny is basically nothing ella is threatening johnny that okay if he all i gotta come say to Dubai, is like 
her flights were really expensive. Idaho to Dubai, it was like $1,300 one way or something. I was like, whoa, is it that pricey? Probably to go from Idaho to Dubai. That makes sense. Especially last minute. It was probably pretty last minute. Yeah, that's That she did it. So she buys the flights and then she just tells him, like, I bought the flights. Meet me there. And he tells her that he if he goes for two weeks, he has to quarantine in China for five more weeks. And he's trying to explain to her how that doesn't make sense. And it's not it's just too long. It's too big of a sacrifice. And she's acting like, well, what's your problem? It's just five weeks. Like, bitch, you try to quarantine for five weeks. It's crazy. That's crazy. I wouldn't want to do it either. But then she's threatening him like, well, if you don't meet me in Dubai, I'm going to consider other options. Okay, Ella, what other options do you have? And uh, she's going to consider other options and have an open relationship or they're going to break up, basically. Yeah, and it's just like this whole thing like, what do I do? We don't do open relationships here in China. It's not really a thing. It's I don't know. I'm. I'm not invested in this couple at all. I, I thought that I was going to meet. Yeah, I thought that I was going to be when they first came on, but I really don't care. She's just going to move on and find like, I don't know. Maybe she's she going to be on the a... single life. <laughs> Ew. Dating who? Her and Big Ed. <laughs> well, Big Ed's freaking marrying dumbass Elizabeth. I don't know who that is, and I don't want to know. Anyways, stupid. Um, and then Ben and Mahogany. Were you afraid? Were you like surprised at all that Mahogany is real? Okay, unfortunately, I saw a a spoiler on Reddit. Yeah, Um, me too. So I'm a little bit upset by that. But I also saw that a lot of people thought that she was a actor because a lot of people were critiquing how well she spoke English or how um she hesitated a lot um during other things and like I don't know I didn't I didn't think that she was an actor the only thing that the only thing that was kind of like whatever to me was the fact that she had the audacity to say that (laughs) his muscles weren't as good looking in person as they were on the I know on the pictures because I'm like excuse me bitch like that's the heaviest filter I've ever seen in my life first of all a b he doesn't have a pump going on. See, he's wearing fucking clothes. How can you even see what his muscles look like anyways? Uh, yeah, so she thinks that he was smaller in person. And it is really in the, audis- the audacity of this bitch moment. Because it's like, bitch, first of all, yeah, I don't think she's an actress. I think she is the girl in the pictures. Mm-hmm. She's very similar. But... I mean, there is so much fel- like filtering and face tuning going on in those. Photos. Not even she the same eye color. Looks like a bot. Not even the same eye color or hair color. She or face she shape. She almost looks like some type of VR porn girl, like <gasps> an animated yes. version yes. of a person. Yes. Right. Yes. You she described it perfectly. She doesn't even look like a real human in those photos. And so, and the craziest thing is, she's so cute. You are so cute. Why are you editing yourself to look like an animated version of yourself? 
It's so sad. I thought it was super fucked up how he told her that he loved her. Like when they were hugging goodbye, he's like, oh, I love you. And she didn't say anything. And he was just holding on for so long. And it was like, yeah, it's I'm scared for her. He's a mega creep. Like, it's a good thing that she lives in another country because he would probably be driving by her house at night, seeing what if anybody else is there. He is a super creep. Yeah. And the, and the fact that the first thing that comes out of his mouth when they sit down is like, why do you love me? You fucking weirdo. First of all, I told you not to come. Then I didn't pick you up at the airport. Then I told you, oh, where you are is really far from me. And I may just sit there for hours with your glass of water in this restaurant. Then I graced you with my presence because I felt bad for you. And TLC said they would pay me for my appearance. So I finally showed up. And that's the first thing you ask me. What an uncomfortable situation. Yeah. He's a weirdo. What do you see in their future? I hope she ghosts him. Man, imagine I that was your dad. Him. Like, that's that's all I was thinking How the whole time watching this. I was like, imagine that's your fucking dad on TV chasing after this girl that's like how old is she like 24 24 or something oh my god and she looks younger than that it's just crazy because this is his type like this is not the first time he's dated a girl in his early 20s he's having a midlife crisis he's a creep and he's using his cult background as an excuse to be a creep i feel bad for his ex-wife actually i feel good for her because she's out but but she, she also is, is tied to him for the rest of her life because they have mm-hmm. uh, how many kids are there like three whatever You're, it doesn't matter yeah. but either way uh he's scary and he needs help yeah he's a creep for sure um so i have one of like probably have time to do like one more thing and so i have some petty breakup stories and then you have an Am I the Asshole. Which one do you want to do? Okay. Um, can we just really quickly talk about the trailer that you sent me yesterday? Oh, yeah. I want to talk about yes. that. What's it? It's Phoenix Rising. And it's a trailer for Evan Rachel Wood's new documentary about the abuse that she suffered at the hands of Marilyn Manson and a lot of other women, too, that have come forward. I cannot fucking wait to see it. Okay, so I told you that this sucks for me because I'm going to admit it, I was and still am a huge fan of Marilyn Manson's music. I have loved him for as long as I can remember. So it's it's like hurtful for me to like hear that he's such a shitty fucking person in real life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's I'm excited to just see it and see... Um, like hear everything that she says and what everybody else that she talks to and mm-hmm. um I love her as well like obviously 13 is like one of the best movies of all time and she's incredibly she so talented underrated. yes she is very very underrated um yeah. dude she should have won a fucking Oscar for 13 like that ending scene when she's like yelling and the mom like rolls up her oh my god she should have won that movie is fucking fantastic i think about it still all the time nikki reed wrote that movie when she was 13 like that's it blows my that's mind so crazy still. i know um but yeah i'm i'm just uh excited for the movie and uh 
yeah, it's it's going to be a hard watch, but a good and interesting one. Yeah, I, I'm interested. I, uh, I do like Marilyn Manson's music, some of it. But you can separate the artist from the person mm-hmm. and say that, like, I like the music, but he's a shitty person who did a lot of really awful things. And I'm excited that these women are going to get the opportunity to come forward and speak about what happened to them and maybe give some strength to others. And, and in the trailer, they're talking about statute of limitations. And I think statute of limitations is such bullshit, when it, especially when it comes to sexual abuse, because it takes so long for abuse victims a lot of the time to realize that they were even abused. Mm-hmm. And so by the time maybe that you realize it or you feel strong enough to face it and to bring someone to the accountability for that, your statute of limitations is over and it's like, oh, it was too long ago. It doesn't matter. It's like it never happened. Yeah, it's it's fucked up. Um, it's it's like I said, it's going to be a good watch. But um, one thing that they said in the trailer was that he like studied how to manipulate people, which is like 100 mm-hmm. percent true, like you read his autobiography like he he always like he's one of those people that's like overly intelligent to the point that it like makes him scary you know what I mean he's like king of the incels yeah and you know like I said I love his music and I grew up loving and like him and bullying for Columbine like I fucking love that when they're like asking him like you know because the kids that did it were fans of him and stuff and he was like you know, like, who do you think has a bigger effect on the world? Like Marilyn Manson or George Bush? You know what I mean? Like, he I don't know. He's like a smart guy. And it's I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like we can talk about cancel culture and all that stuff. But I don't think people are. I'm past the point of thinking that people are either like good people or bad people. I just feel like mm-hmm. everyone is so much more complicated than that. And um Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you know, what he did was fucking awful and he's a piece of shit for it. But um, yeah. but it doesn't mean that he's not a fucking talented and smart guy. That's how I feel about um, Michael Jackson. Musical genius, but child rapist. Yeah, it's fucked so up. So some people can separate the two and they can still enjoy his music and admit that he wasn't a good person. For me, after seeing finding uh leaving neverland after seeing that i, I love how they, they should have came up with a different name because everyone calls it finding neverland by <laughs> no that's like a kid's movie i think finding neverland. yeah so after seeing leaving neverland and i knew about the allegations and everything but to see it so detailed to hear the detailed stories to hear about the grooming process to see the heartbreak on these grown men's faces yeah that was a hard watch I cannot listen to Michael Jackson anymore it has I I don't enjoy it because it makes me sick to think about how he used his fame to hurt people Dude, that's how I feel about R. Kelly. Like, R. Kelly was legit one of my favorite artists of all time. Like, dude, I still love his songs. And then I start to Mm -hmm. think about everything that came out with him. And um, my favorite housewife, Portia Williams from Real Housewives of Atlanta, she was one of R. Kelly's victims. And she wrote about it in her her book. And I listened to her audio book of it. And, like, it's so fucked up. Um, I didn't know that. But yeah, it's, I don't know, in, in back to like the whole NFL thing, going back to the beginning of the episode, it's like a lot of NFL players, like 
a lot of NFL players have done a lot of horrible fucking unforgivable things, Mm -hmm. but people kind of look past it because they are incredibly athletic and talented and they win for the teams that people invest so much money and time into. You know what I mean? So it's like people kind of people kind of separate the two things. Um, Even even like Kobe Bryant. You know, nobody wants to say anything negative about Kobe Bryant because he died. Mm -hmm. Well, he also raped a young woman in Colorado. Yeah. In the early 2000s, a 19 year old woman. And from hearing her account of it and everything, I absolutely believe her. And I think it's sad that people don't want to talk about it. Dude, Nicki Minaj, like my one of my all time favorite favorite artist she's a fucking she married a convicted rapist and she goes online and bullies his victims and stands up for him and defends her brother who is a child abuser as well or something like that so like you know what I mean you know allegedly 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 I hate when people argue about Oh, so-and-so would never do that. So-and-so would never. You don't fucking know. No matter how well you think you know someone, you don't know if they raped that person. You don't know if they molested that kid. You don't know any of that unless you were there. It's like Jerry from Cheer. Like everyone watched season one of Cheer and this guy was the most loved person. And, you know, they Mm -hmm. gave us his sob story and all of that. And it came out that he was doing what he did and yes and even the people who were closest to him in real life and loved him and knew him did not know that this was going on and um nope. yeah you you don't know anybody and people are more Just complicated because you're charismatic and talented doesn't mean that you're not also yeah a rapist or an abuser yeah a hundred percent people are so much more complicated than just being a good good person or a bad person but i'm gonna have to put a trigger warning on warning on this time stamp. oh god okay sorry okay I'll let's just put, let's I'll, no let's worries i'll put it in, in the fun. show notes <laughs> let's talk about All something right. fun we just sorry I, I feel like i brought down the level let's bring it oh, up no, let's okay so let's do something fun then let's do the um petty breakup stuff i have some screenshots from a facebook group post that I saw that I thought was pretty interesting. And it's all like petty break. Like, what's the pettiest thing you did during a breakup? Oh, God. Okay. So one person said, I took him off my HBO account 10 minutes before the Game of Thrones final season premiered. And then I told him that Arya killed the Night King before he had a chance to watch. Is that what actually oh happened? God. I don't remember. I watched I never, every episode I, of I've Game of Thrones. I've never seen Game of Thrones. Remember. However, um... So obviously I'm obsessed with Euphoria and Euphoria is like right. uh, one of HBO's like biggest shows right now, if not the biggest show. But I heard that even their numbers are nothing comparable to Game of Thrones like last season. numbers. Yeah. Like I heard Game of Thrones was doing like 20 million viewers or something at the end. You should I've never watch seen... it. It is a fantastic series up until like the last couple seasons. OK, at Coco Bongo, like the nightclub in Mexico that I'm obsessed with, yeah. they do like a Game of Thrones sequence. Where they like come out and there's like a little person and everything and they do this like whole thing and uh, and then they have like the flyers fly over you anyways. (laughs) Wow. 
Uh, this person said they signed him up for visits from the Mormons, so Jehovah's Witnesses, and Scientologists. <gasps> he still gets calls from them almost three years later. Oh, and I stole the dog, made him pay for my moving costs, scrubbed the toilet with his $200 toothbrush, and told him about it two weeks later. <laughs> but what did he do, though? No, she didn't say, but that's just, like, her petty things that no, she but did during like, the breakup. But, like, it would only be funny if, like... He did something really shitty to her. Because well, if not, then assume... she's just like a shitty person for doing that. That's true. But let's just assume all of these men did awful things and that they deserve the things that happened to them. That way we can enjoy it. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Then we've got, oh, put frozen tilapia under his mattress <gasps> in the couch cushions and the air vents. And my friend put tuna fish in a guy's AC vents while he was offshore for two weeks in the middle of the summer in South Louisiana. Ew. Oh, God. You will never get rid of that smell. Like, that's it's over. You have to burn the whole place down. Um, speaking of Brianna on Teen Mom, when she found out Lewis was cheating on her when she was pregnant and she put crickets in his apartment. Yes. Yes. I was going to say, I always thought that that was so brilliant because as someone with a lot of crickets who feeds them to my reptiles, um, if you release like a thousand crickets in someone's house, that is a nightmare. That is psychological warfare because you'll never find all of them and they will constantly be chirping and it will literally drive you crazy. It like gives me the chills to think about like bugs running around my house. It's brilliant, Ugh. but it's it's absolute psychological warfare, definitely. Let's see. Oh, immediately left my ex-husband for a, a mutual coworker. We've now been together for 3 years and have babies. Now that mutual co-worker is my ex-husband's boss. So the man she left her ex-husband for is now her ex-husband's boss. Hmm. Can you imagine? I'd have to quit my job. <laughs> yeah. I'd have to quit my job. Uh, I wouldn't, not me, I wouldn't someone like I know. that. I feel like once it's done, it's done, and you just need to, like, not talk to them again or, like, think about them again. Uh, I think, depending on how awful the thing that they did to you was, it would give you a little bit of satisfaction to know that every day your new significant other is the boss of your ex-husband. But, yeah, it is messy. I guess I wouldn't. I don't know. I, don't I have know. like too much anxiety for that. I feel I feel like. Yeah, I don't that's know. true. I, I just feel like doing petty things like brings bad stuff back to you. You know, it like gives yeah, me anxiety like to, to think about, about like being petty to someone to think about like what like they could do I like to read about other people being petty though. No. Yeah, for sure. But I'm just saying like <laughs> if I was in that person's situation and like my new man was my ex-man's boss. It would, like, give me anxiety. Yeah, probably. I, I think that the novelty would wear off after a couple of weeks, and then it would just be weird. Yeah. If you see them at work functions or Christmas parties or whatever, it'd be kind of weird. Yeah. 
Fuck but that. she has the one up because he's the boss and they like have kids together and everything now. So she's basically like flaunting it around every time they're Yeah, I guess. In the same place. I don't know. It is a little petty, yeah. Um Oh, here's a good one. Not me, but someone I know. He and his girlfriend, big Star Wars fans, broke up and soon after The Force Awakens came out. She walked out of the theater after seeing the movie, passed him as he was on his way in for the next showing. Fake. And they just looked at each other. Next thing you know, he has a text from her that reads, by the way, Han Solo dies. <laughs> that is so mean. I feel like that's made up. I would do something like that. That is absolutely uh, would, you? I would do. Yes. It's petty, but it's not really hurting anyone. You know? It's not causing damage to an apartment. It's not, you know, it's just hurting their heart. That's all. Yeah. Let's see. This is more karma than anything, but I helped my ex get his dream job after he cheated on me after five years of dating. That's how good I was to him. And he got the job because of my five-star review, even as his ex, and he literally got fired six months later. He was a jailer working his way up to being a police officer. He let an inmate escape. Needless to say, he will never have his dream job again. Karma is a beautiful bitch. How the fuck you let an inmate escape? Uh, Yeah, we need more detail on that one. I wonder if it was a female inmate and if he like had a thing for her and let her out. Jesus Christ. There's this whole series on like Showtime or something and it's called, God damn, I wish I could remember the name of it. But it's about this woman and how she was basically romanced by two inmates and she knowingly let them escape the prison. Thinking that they were in love with her and wanted to have a oh life with her. Oh my gosh. Oh. It is it's a series and it is so good. Let me look it up real quick. Inmate Escape Show. It's like it's not reality. It's like a It's a true story. It's called Escape at Danamora and it is on Showtime. You should absolutely watch it. It's a true story. It's a very good series. It's one okay. one season. I will. Escape at Danamora. Very good. Sounds pretty crazy. Sounds like my type. Yes, you'll like that. Um, this one says, my ex-fiance from college cheated on me on national television, took me weeks to go back to the house we shared to get my things, which was everything. I had a former friends with benefits come to help me move. Before we left, I took pictures of us naked in his bed. I left and I left the disposable camera in a box labeled your things. And then someone asked how he was on TV when he cheated, and she said it was a Houston Astro baseball game. He was at the game, and I was watching on TV. He caught a foul ball, and it was caught on camera. He was with his ex-girlfriend and leaned over and gave her a big old smooch after he caught the ball. (gasps) I always wondered how often this happens. I think about this all the time. Whenever you see the clips of the kiss cam, and the guys always look really nervous, when they get caught on the kiss cam. Mm-hmm. This is always my first thought is like, is he there with another chick? Is he going to get caught by his girlfriend? How often does this happen? Yeah, I think about that all the time. Like, that's <laughs> that's so messed up because, I mean, it's not really the same thing. But one time I was at a WWE event and I was with my, at the time, like on and off boyfriend. And... Uh-huh. 
we were second row ringside on the floor and we had sat behind a guy that I had like fooled around with when I was off with this guy. Oh my gosh. Literally the seat right behind him and his buddies at a WWE event of all fucking things. Second row on like and I was like are you fucking kidding me? These are where seats are and like I don't know. What are the odds? What are the odds? That's awkward. Super awkward. That's so awkward. Oh man. Uh let's see. So you never know people. Just don't ever leave your house. I'm joking. Yeah, don't yeah. <laughs> if you if you want to avoid the heartbreak and the heartache, just stay home. Dude, but I can't imagine though. Like I can't imagine if I was like watching a Bills game on TV when I thought my man was at it with like his friends and I yeah. like saw him with another girl and he kissed her. Like but that would, it would be fucked. be also wonderful because he couldn't deny it. You have the you know, guys will always lie and say, oh, no, that didn't happen. Blah, blah. You've got the proof right in front of your face. So you can make your decision immediately about what's going to happen. No, but just like imagine seeing your man and being like so excited. And then like that happens, yeah. like that would be and fucked he, up. And he like leans over and kisses another girl. And it's kind of it's humiliating because your other friends are going to see that, too. It's on TV. Oh, my God. What a douchebag. Poor girl. Now, did you ever end up watching any of this adults adopting adults show? Yes. That I was talking okay. About? So, okay. So, okay. So, I watched the first episode. I watched it twice because I, okay. wa- I the first time I watched it, I kind of like half watched it. Um, and then I was like, okay, everybody's talking about this creeper. So, I need to like watch this for real. And then Amanda texted me and said, can you guys find adults adopting adults anywhere? It's been wiped from everywhere. I've been trying to find it because her and Jody were planning to cover the rest of the season. Um, And then I was like, oh, well, I was planning to watch the second episode later today anyway. So I looked it up on my on demand and the first three episodes were still on it. um, But there was no upcoming, which is weird. And you couldn't fast forward on the episodes because I only yeah, wow. wanted to watch the Danny thing. So I was like fast forwarding through the other couples and you couldn't fast forward. And then now they're just gone. So, um, yep. so yeah, I watched the first episode and I watched like the first like half of the second episode and that's it. Okay. So the second episode, I only watched the Danny and the, those parts because all the other stories were just boring to me. I was like, okay, yeah, nice. Anyways, let's get to the, like, gross part. So that's what I wanted to watch. (laughs) And, yeah, so apparently they pulled it because some people are saying it's a sex trafficking uh, worry that they have. And some people are saying that A&E is trying to find a place to put it for streaming and that they're just not going to air it on regular TV anymore. But there should be a way to stream it soon. So I'm hoping that that's what's going to happen. But, so... I think it was without a crystal ball that found this story on, it looks like it's Twitter from at Shay Cab, C-H-E-Y-C-A-B. So this is a car service and they're exposing this Danny guy. I saw this. Did you read all this? Yeah, yes, I saw this on Reddit. Okay, I'm going to read this for the listeners. It is a little bit long, but it's super interesting. So 
Uh, let's see. So the other day, this was actually written back in June of 2021. The other day I picked up a trucker a couple hours outside the city. This guy is from the Ohio yard, not the Texas yard. Most of my other guys are from. He tells me as soon as he gets in the car that he told his buddy that the last time he rode with me, he told me he liked to eat pussy and that I quickly moved over a lane and slowed down. So he thought I was going to pull and pull over and have him prove it. That's fucking disgusting. Uh, This is important because it tells you a bit about the man and his thinking. Do I recall him telling me this? Not exactly, but there are some things, some things I just keep it moving on. And in an effort to keep it moving, I asked, so what's new with you? Well, apparently a lot. And I've had to take some time to digest the conversation that came next. Have you seen 90 Day Fiance? Do you remember No Neck Ed? Picture that guy, but blonde and with a better personality. (laughs) This truck driver is in his mid 50s and is married to a woman he says he loves, but has never been sexually attracted to. I'll leave it there. And it's a sexless and childless marriage. He's been busy online trying to find a young woman to adopt as his daughter. Not a child, not a foster, but a young adult woman. His wife is not on board with this. And the more he talks, the more he the alarms start going off in my head. And with every turn, he confirms each specific alarm. He tells me that some producers found him online and he signed a contract to be on a series they're producing at a major network. The more he talks, the more I can understand why. His wife is not comfortable with him adopting a young woman he's found who lives in Greece. I believe she's from another country, but and she mixed it up with Greece, but that's what she's saying. Wife is concerned he's going to be attracted to her and he has had a history of befriending young women. He also had an affair behind her back. So this time he's doing everything in the open and including her, but she's still not on board. I told him that he probably can't do this without her participation and approval, to which he replied, sure I can. This 20-year-old girl from Greece is six months pregnant with a girl. The trucker explains to me he's never considered adopting a young man, even though plenty have responded to his daddy adoption ads. Um, says a lot of his responses are from people desperate to come to this country and promise everything from don't worry, I eat very little to X-rated stuff. Man claims he's not attracted to girl, but keeps saying yet. So I say, sounds like you're telling her you want to be her dad, but deep down you're keeping the door open for more. He admits I'm right and thanks me for calling him out. He tells me he's also interested in Polly in the purest sense of the word. And the deeper he goes, the more I am like, this isn't adoption. This is trafficking. This is Nestor or something. I don't know what that means. At one point, his wife calls because that day they were actively trying to get this young woman on a plane as soon as possible and it won't cost them anything as or if she's here versus there. Plus, she's close to her due date. Wife is concerned that this girl is trying to scam them. At one point, says he says to her, I'm not bringing her here to be my sex slave. So obviously the wife has concerns and he hasn't erased mine one bit. He also tells wife that this girl can work around the house to, quote, earn her keep. There's much more and I'll see how this plays out, but I don't believe he has fatherly adoptive intentions. He also says he likes how she gets permission from him for everything. And that was something I also found odd. I'm sure I'll have an update for you soon. You'll be able to meet this man on national television later this year and hear the story from his lips. Concerned that, um, oh, that was another, oh, okay. So part three, I told you this summer of the long interview, blah, blah, blah with this man I wanted to call the FBI or INS or whoever and say don't let this girl come to America in the next two weeks she's in danger I told you how his wife wasn't on board and how while on the phone with her 
He said, don't worry, she'll be locked in the basement and will have to earn her keep. His wife was worried he wanted a sexual relationship with this young woman. He did. I asked. He confirmed. And she didn't want the girl in her house. After that ride and after my thread, um, I continued to be worried about the alarming and illegal intentions this trucker had with this young woman. Um, And so this was posted January 22nd. There's some good and bad news. The bad is that the TV show will air soon and the adoption or at least the temporary visa went through and she came to America. The better news is that even the trucker's co-workers, wives and his cousin up the road were also concerned. The trucker's wives told them they no longer associate with their co-workers and they complied. From what I understand, trucker's wife would not allow the young woman and her newborn baby to live in the house. So the trucker put her in a camper on the property. Now we saw this on the show. The girl and her baby were cold, so the concerned cousin invited the girl to come live with them. Not surprisingly, once the young lady, Ileana, was no longer reliant on the trucker for food and shit shelter, she started to distance herself from the trucker, Danny. uh, He was not happy. He told her if his needs were not being met, then she would need to reimburse him for all his cost. Um, You adopted her and you are responsible for her, her needs, not the other way around. It sounds like she's out of there now, which has given me a great deal of rest on the matter. Okay, so I believe, so this, since this update was posted on 122.22 and people started to see it, I think this is why they pulled the show right here. This whole thread of tweets is why I believe they pulled the show. I don't think it had anything to do with what happened on the show itself as to her releasing these intentions that this guy clearly had for this girl just outright saying it okay i believe that but i also read that um it wasn't a legal adult adoption because she came from a different country and there was some like legal issues with that i don't know you can't adopt well i know you can adopt people from other countries but maybe they didn't do the paperwork on her countryside. And they were just trying to do a visa or something, like a visiting visa? I don't know. It's just such a weird and sad situation. It's absolutely human trafficking. Yes. He had every intention of turning this into a sexual relationship and, like, some kind of sister-wife issue, which is disgusting that this pervert is wanting to adopt this 20-year-old girl, and she's about to have a baby daughter, which is terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. He's a disgusting human being. I hope his wife gets some self-esteem and leaves him. Uh, But did you remember on the episode where she said, what do you want the welcome home sign to say? And he's like, oh, you know, if I had my way, I'd say, welcome home. Where's my blowy? Yeah. What the fuck? Yep. Well, why is the wife going (sighs) along with all of this? Like, what's what the fuck is wrong with her? I think she just feels trapped dude maybe she doesn't have the money to leave him maybe she knows he's a dirt bag but she doesn't know how to get away from him and didn't he say like i've never been sexually attracted to my wife yeah what a shitty thing to say it's okay here's the thing it's one thing to say like our sexual attraction kind of grew a distance because like you know shit happens it's hard to keep that when you've been together for so long it's another thing to say I've never been attracted to my wife. That's a How do you fucked marry up thing someone to say. You're not attracted to at all. How do you That's marry crazy. someone who straight up says I've never been attracted to you? 
Yeah, that's pretty heartbreaking. I feel so bad for her. She must feel completely humiliated. And she's on national television and she looks stupid. The moment when they were waiting for her to come off the airplane and when they finally saw her and the wife started shaking and crying and it wasn't happy tears. It was like, holy fucking shit. I didn't think she was actually like, you know, the wife thought that she was just a catfish. The wife was like hoping and praying it was just a catfish. But she didn't show up. Yeah. And I think there's a couple reasons she hopes she doesn't show up. I, I think she was hoping that she didn't show up because she knew this was going to destroy her marriage. Mm-hmm. And I think she also probably hoped she didn't show up because she wanted to protect the girl. She knew what his intentions were and what a dirtbag and pervert he is and just knew that this was putting the girl in danger. And I think that having her in the camper was for two different reasons. To protect the girl because she's in her own space and she can lock the camper at night Mm -hmm. and have her own area. But then also to protect herself from her husband cheating on her. Yeah. Making it more difficult. I don't know. It's sick all the way around. And it actually it's kind of surprising to me how it ever made to air in the first place. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. But, you know, that tr- that tweet thread brought it all, came crashing down. They pulled everything off all the streaming services. You can't watch it anymore. And apparently they're trying to figure out where to put it so people can still watch it, but it won't be on, on network television anymore. There is crazy. going to be a documentary about this in a couple years. The I know, show I that never happened, get, you know. I want this go to, guy to go to jail or something. I don't know. The, and on- they should honestly, check the other couples were so boring to me. I know. That's why I fast forwarded through them. I did not care about any of their, their stories. Like that girl who wanted the mom to adopt her so that she could have grandparents for her kids. Like that girl yeah. had like dead eyes. Like she looked yeah. like a psychopath. And I was like, I don't even want to watch this because this is like yeah. weird. It was kind of a sad show. I, I honestly think that they should, that the authorities should check Danny's computer and his phone. Yeah, I agree with that. They I probably will. Because I guarantee there'd, there'd be some shady yeah. shit on there. The, no, this isn't going to be the first time we hear from him. Or the, sorry, the last time no. that we hear from him. <laughs> um, no. Yeah, we're going to, this is only the first of many things to come. Yeah, yeah. Well, on that downer note, um, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> thank you, Justine. We for left being both on. of our podcasts off on like a downer note today. I know, and I, I'm a, yeah, we gotta do. We, I gotta plan that better. I gotta plan the last part of the show better. Maybe we should have ended with the petty breakups. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I appreciate you coming on. You guys, make sure that you check out Justine's show, The Shore Store, and Instagram Shore Store Pod. I'm going to be on them on that episode, too, where we're talking about Floor Bama Shore and the Boothang Blues episode from season two. That was fun. Um, but thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Justine, for coming. And we will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. I almost hung up on you again.